As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome back to Don V Fridays, episode 31. Um, before I get into it, I want to thank everybody that's been rocking with the podcast. I want to thank uh, the support I've been getting, you know, the positive feedback. Um, not really been getting any negative feedback, so that tells me uh, one or two things. Either y'all fake as hell or I'm doing a perfect job, which I don't believe either is true. I believe, I believe y'all are real enough to tell me if I'm doing something wrong or if I need to improve or something. Because I'm not doing it perfect. And y'all can tell me if, if, if something's not right. Like, that's fine. Like, you can you can tell, you can give me negative feedback. Like, it's okay. Like, you need negative feedback. You need criticism to get better. That's why I, I, I the, my, my, my Twitter feed is always open. Let, hey, let me know. And, it, you know. And we can we can address whatever issues need to be addressed. Or maybe or maybe I'm the shit. Maybe. I doubt it though. But uh we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into it. Um ACC had media days. Um it's been a lot it's been a lot of, you know, quotes and things coming out of Charlotte. The the only thing not- notable that I want to speak on as far as this podcast is UVA and their obsession with Virginia Tech. Dudes talking about beating us in the bathroom, all types of wild, crazy shit they talking about. Uh, I mean, Buddy went as far as saying his two goals for this season is beat Virginia Tech and win a bowl game. That's when I knew right then and there we're different. A bowl game? What you mean a bowl game? It don't matter which bowl? All right. All right, bro. All right, bro. That you said everything I needed to hear right then and there. You said everything I needed to hear. A bowl game, and you want to beat us in the bathroom? All right, bro. But moving on, moving on. Um, cause we gotta we gotta get into a more serious talk as a family. We gotta do it. We gotta have a serious talk. Uh, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God, um, media personality, uh, radio host podcast host has a show on hbo coming up you know well i don't know if he's gonna still have the show but we with a, a hbo show was announced and um it, 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 it happened again man when when you think you're doing good your past man it's hard to escape your past no matter no matter where you are in this day and age your past will People gonna ask questions. People are gonna dig shit up. And uh, apparently, back in two thousand and one, uh, Charlemagne the God had a rape case in, in South Carolina, where allegedly he uh got this fifteen year old girl drunk and had and fucked her at a party, basically, and um he had plead. 
he pled guilty to like a uh contributing to the delinquency of a minor. He basically pled guilty to that, but he said he submitted DNA samples and all that. The samples came back. I guess not him. I don't know this story. Like both sides, because the girl spoke out too. She was on Stars podcast or his show or whatever. And she's saying that basically he fucked. Um, I don't know. Like everybody's story got everybody's story got holes. Um it's a shame if he did rape this girl who was 15 at the time. I mean, at the worst com worst case scenario, the dude is at least a fucking pedophile. Not a pedophile, pedophile, but like a pedophile, if that makes sense. You out here fucking uh fifteen year old girls, but you out here slandering R. Kelly. But uh yeah, at the worst, the dude's a child fucker. You know, so he got to catch some slander for that. Like, keep your dick out of kids, my boy. What the fuck is wrong with you? But, um, yeah, man, it's just a crazy situation. Both sides got holes in the story. He's told this story on Brilliant Idiots a couple times. I do listen to that podcast. And the story he's told don't really add up to the story that she's told because he's always told this that's what i'm saying this rape thing isn't new to anybody that's followed Charlemagne's career he's always spoke on this but he always told this story and we you know i was with my friends and it was a party and some dudes was trying to get into this room to fuck this girl but i wouldn't let him you know he always just told it like that and then she just Woke up and just went to the police station and just said, I got raped. You know, he always kind of made it seem like he was the hero in the situation. Like, he wasn't even really telling the truth as far as his involvement. Now, I ain't, you know, because even if, even if he wants to claim consensual or whatever, I mean, dog, the girl is still 15. Your ass was 21, 22 years old. So, that shit a whole ass mess up. Uh, um, whether he did it or didn't do it or, you know, he, he pled guilty or whatever, it's kind of fucked up. All this will come out as you announce a new HBO show. I ain't going to lie, that is kind of fucked up. But it was also what's kind of fucked up is if he really did, you know, do something to this woman, this young woman who was a kid at the time, who was 15, who was like 32 now. If she had to live for that for 32 years, man, you got to pay that money, my boy. You got to drop that bag off. You got to drop off some of that HBO bag. If that's what you got to do to make this shit go away, hey, I mean, you still low-key kind of a piece of shit, though, for fucking a kid, you know, and you got her drunk or whatever, and and you gave her Spanish fly without her knowing. And uh, for the, I mean, for those who don't know what Spanish fly is, uh, Spanish fly is not a date rape drug. It's not like a roofie. It's not like you give somebody Spanish fly and they're going to pass out. Because everybody kept saying, oh, she she had Spanish fly and she blacked out. No, she was drinking alcohol. Alcohol makes you black out. Just drinking, period. You drink too much alcohol, you don't got to put nothing in. You can black the fuck out if you drink too much. Or not if you drink too much, but if you're, not, if you're 15 and you're not used to drinking like that and you have a couple drinks and it can fuck you up and, you know, you black out. Spanish fly supposedly just makes you horny. It don't make you pass out and shit. So, you know, the whole he gave her Spanish fly, relax. 
Relax on that. Spanish flat don't make you black out and shit. Drink. He gave. He, you should be more outraged that he gave her alcohol, and she was fifteen, because that's what helped her be incoherent. Not the fucking Spanish flat. I, uh, now he should have told her, "I'm gonna put this shit in there. That's gonna, you know, how your pussy wet." But uh, he, I don't. I don't think he did. Like I said. He's he got he got some blame in this too. He he kind of a piece of shit about this too. I just wish he would speak on this shit with more energy. It's been kind of a oh well, yeah, back in the day there was a, this it was a situation and uh, I I, I pled guilty to, to to contributing to the delinqu to the delinquency of a minor nigga. You contributed to more than just a delinquency of a minor, my dude. Like don't put people kids in that situation. Period. Don't put no, you wouldn't want your kids in that situation. What if it was your 15 year old daughter and she around grown ass men and their Spanish flag and alcohol being passed around? You lose your goddamn mind. So, so attack this shit with the same motherfucking fervor that, that your ass would have if it was your kid. Fuck wrong with you. And, 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 and what I don't, and, and for a man, and I, and I, and I'm a fan of Charlemagne's. I'm a fan. I listen to his podcast. I listen to his Breakfast Club interviews. If the guest is interesting, I would consider myself a fan of Charlemagne. So it's a, it's upsetting for me to have followed his career for about I say eleven years. No, eleven. Fuck no. For like seven years since 2011 is what I meant to say. I've been following his career for like seven years, and I've 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 liked the growth. He was kind of like a you know, I, a jokester. I, he he, because he always claimed he not no comedian. He was like a jokester type. He would, you know, guests would come on. He would joke the guests and all that. And he's kind of grown into a more positive brother. I love and respect all that. But you got to keep that same energy because you've built your entire your your whole fan base. You've built everything you have. On giving people donkey of the day and slandering people and putting people business out there in the street, uh, like you was the like like I said, you the guy that jumps on R. Kelly for what he was doing with kids, and you got the same type of situation. Like that's the pot calling the kettle black. What the fuck is wrong with you, my boy? You can't you can't jump on your high horse. And slander R. Kelly and slander these other people. You giving people donkey of the day. Sometimes with no facts. You just giving out donkey of the days off headlines and shit. And then you got your own shit going on. And you out here softballing. You out here sidetracking. Nah, my boy. You got to keep that same energy, man. You got to keep that same energy. And if your lawyer told you don't talk about it. Okay. Them other people you slandered, lawyer probably didn't want you talking about the shit, but you did it. Keep that same energy, man. I mean, don't be out here fucking kids, bro. That's gross. You wouldn't want nobody fucking your kids. So stop fucking people kids. Yeah, you was 21, 22. Well, shit, I was at one time 21, 22, and guess what I wasn't doing? Fucking people kids. Grow up, my nigga. Grow up. That's nasty. Out here disrespecting people, kids. Even like, even if you didn't rape the girl, come on, dog. Why? Why are you even in the 
presence of a 15-year-old kid and you 21, 22 years old. Fuck the dumb shit. Why is you even at why is 15-year-olds even at your party to be in a position to get fucked? Ain't no other 21, 22-year-old girls in South Carolina. Come on, man. Fuck wrong with you. Grow up. Like this ain't like this ain't no and and, and I respect the women out here. And because I hate when people say, well, I was young, dog. And I'm speaking to the men here. And this and this is a teachable moment. And we got to stop saying this shit as men. We got to stop saying when we rape or hit women or disrespect women is I was young because that's like the shit that we do to women is not part of us growing up. Like that's that's part of our growth. Like. Oh well, some women gonna get raped, some women gonna get beat, and that's just a part of us becoming men. Like that's bullshit. We gotta stop saying that. Like, oh, I was, well, I was young. I was, nigga, you was twenty, twenty one years old, twenty two. You was a grown ass man. You know not to fuck kids. You know you shouldn't have had that girl at your at your party, even if you didn't rape the girl. You know not to even be around fifteen year old girls. I don't give a fuck how bad she was. You knew goddamn where she was fifteen. She even said that you knew I was fifteen. So come on, man. Grow up. Even if the girl was 17, the fuck you doing around kids, man? Grow up. But we got to stop saying that I was young shit. I mean, I'm not saying he said it. I'm just saying that's normally what the, that's the first thing dudes say in defense. Well, he was young. He was young. There's motherfuckers out here 30 some years old doing dumb shit. Oh, well, well, well he, he, he young. No, motherfucker, he grown. We got to stop that shit. Because that shit is terrible. That shit is nasty. You shouldn't even be in a room with a 15-year-old girl that's not your family. Or or somebody you teaching. Or somebody that you're mentoring, tutoring. Your grown ass. But let's move on. Le'Veon Bell didn't get a deal done with the Steelers. Um, he was seeking a... He was seeking a long-term contract. Um... I'm kind of with Le'Veon Bell, and I'm kind of, I can see the Steelers part of it too, because Le'Veon Bell is feeling like I'm one of the best offensive players in the league, and I should get paid like that. And the Steelers are thinking, yeah, while you are one of the best offensive weapons in the league, no doubt you are a running back, and running backs are ticking time bombs, man. It's fucked up. Um... But the Steelers just, I think what I read, this is what I read, but it was reported that they offered them five years, 70 million. I mean, that's a good ass deal for a running back, for real. I mean, there's no running back that's about to see a quarterback deal. Like, they're just not, it's not going to happen. It's not ever going to happen. This is an idea that I propose. I propose that if, if, Le'Veon Bell wants when it comes to this is what I feel about the NFL period NFL contracts there should never be no five year deal for any NFL player I don't care how old they are I don't care what position they play I think the longest a deal should be is three years and it should just be crazy money I think if you give Le'Veon Bell three years 70 million you telling me he not going to take that deal I mean I'm not a math whiz. I'm pretty sure y'all got y'all calculators, but seventy million over three years is that's like quarterback money. 
That's like quarterback money, like on a per year basis. That's quarterback money. And he can leave that deal. I don't know how old he is. He's probably in his mid-20s. Three, he, he does them three years. Let's say he's still elite after the end of them three years. Cash out again. Three more years. I don't understand these football players. Not football players, but these football contracts. Five, six-year deals. And then we get two years into the, into the deal. And either the foot, either the player wants a new deal or the team wants to restructure the deal and pay them less. I say we meet in the middle and do three-year deals, two, three-year deals. Everybody wins. Everybody wins because now you're not tying all these years into a, into a position that you think he's going to diminish his skills by the fourth, fifth year. You're afraid you're not going to see that same production, but you're paying them a monster contract in the fourth year of that deal. You're not thinking about shit like that. And the player, you thinking, shit, two, three years, I might cash out and finesse one more time. Everybody wins. Darrell Reeves just retired. God, God bless Darrell Reeves. Darrell Reeves one of the best to ever do it. Darrell Reeves made a fortune doing that shit, signing little two-year deals. Just stayed, always was on the market. Racking, rack out. Racked up. Darrell Reeves played the game like a fucking professional. Darrell Reeves played both games like a professional. The money game, it was always about the money game. He played that shit like a professional. And then when he went out there on the field, except for that year in Tampa, he was coming off injury. But he was just one of the best to ever do it. And I think, I think... The new CBA or the next CBA, they got. I think the players got to go hard for more guaranteed money in their contracts and shorter contracts. And I know that don't make no sense. But the NFL game, the game of football is so physical. You can lose. I mean, they, 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 they cut players at like it's nothing. So you sign a three-year deal. And then if you and if everything is copacetic, sign another three year deal. That's six years. I mean, how long you think you're gonna be playing football, man? I think three year deals is the way to go, man. For all, I mean, rookies too. Just three year deals, three year max deals. And then if you want to give them a whole like crazy money, just do it in the three years. Three years, a hundred million. Shit, that's thirty something million a year. Crazy money. You do that for a quarterback. 30-something a year. Who going to say no? And then rack up again. Do it again. Man, I don't know, though. I, I, ain't a, I, I ain't an agent. I'm not a nothing. I'm just I'm just a fan. I'm just a man with an opinion. But I just think Le'Veon Bell, I just think when he goes into free agency next year, you know what they're going to do. He not going to see five years, 70 million. He's just not, and it's fucked up. But he's not going to, I don't think he's going to see nothing higher than what the Steelers just offer him because he's going to go into free agency next year, unrestricted free agent. And you know what the team's going to say? Uh, well, you do got another year of carries under your belt. Uh, well, you are a running back and you are approaching 30 because I ain't even talk about that. Uh, you know, basically teams with the ticking time bomb on a running back, they think that, uh, the second they hit 30, that their skills are not just going to diminish. It's just going to fucking die. Like, their, their skills are just completely going to stop. And 
you you sank money into a running back that turned 30. So he'll be a, a year closer to 30. Like I said, I don't know his age. Um, he's been in the league four or five years. He's probably been in the league since he was 22 years old, 21, 22. He's got to be 25, 26, which means next year he'll be 26, 27. So ain't nobody trying to put no five, six-year deal on a 27-year-old running back. It's fucked up. It's fucked up and it's not fair, but that's just that's just how the league thinks, man. It's fucked up, but that's the game. Game is the game, man. Game is the game. But let me get into this mailbag. Got a couple questions. Got a couple good questions. Uh, Furrow for Hasman. I don't even know if this is a question. This was like a question that he answered, but then asked another question. But he asked, if VT got better bag men and start up in the recruiting game, would it be easier because Blacksburg is small and isolated or harder because Blacksburg is small and people gossip? To that, I'm going to say yes. Yes. It's going to be, I mean, people gossip. I mean, gossip to who? Because as long as they don't gossip to the NCAA, I don't give a shit who they gossip. It could be word of town. If if it's players out there with rims and new Mercedes and new Bugatti and people just talking to each other about it, I don't care. People gossip. People always going to talk. I mean, people got phones now to talk to the, to the world. That don't mean shit. As long as don't nobody tell the NCAA, people can gossip all they want. Uh, but uh, it'll definitely it'll be easier. It it'll be easier and harder because with phones there is no more isolated. There is like there is no more isolated. There is no more uh, you know, well Blacksburg just a small town, Virginia. No, no, like. There is no more isolated with social media and all this shit. Everybody know what everybody doing. Long as don't tell the NCAA, man. Long as no don't know recruits do no dumb shit and get the NCAA knowing, you good money, man. You are good money. Ricky J Diaz, my boy. He asks over under 29 and a half wins for the Hornets. Uh yes. That's another question. Yes. <laughs> Yes. 29 and a half wins. Yes. At 9 of JDX. Thoughts on Jimmy G and uh Kiara Mia, the porn star. G- Jimmy Garoppolo. He was spotted with a porn star uh I guess last night. This is Thursday. I'm recording this, so I guess Wednesday night. Hey, hats off to him. Salute to Jimmy Garoppolo, man. That's QB1. Um Doing legendary shit off the field. That's how you. That's how you perform on the field when you do legendary shit off the field. Um, good shit. I mean, bat. When you a top QB, you should be smutting out baddies every night, unless it's game day, unless it's like you know Sunday. You shouldn't be smutting out no baddie on a Saturday night. But every other day, you should be smutting out baddies. I mean, Jimmy G. Young man, got his money, you know, got the looks, got the fame. Smash out some porn stars. I seen some of the, uh, I seen some of the lame ass people on social media. He shouldn't be with a porn star. First of all, motherfucker, if you don't shut your old goddamn 
laundry basket shaped ass up. Ain't nobody. You ain't. You can't fuck porn stars, my dude. It's a bunch of people out there that's got this strong ass opinion. And then you look at their avatar and they look like a fucking boot. She don't shut your bitch ass up. Ain't nobody asking, would you fuck a porn star? Oh, lame ass nigga. Nobody asking you if you would fuck a porn star. Because you would. If a porn star would fuck you. A lot of these motherfuckers that got the shit porn star couldn't have sex with a porn star if they were selling a pussy. If it was free. Couldn't pay for pussy if it was free. And they always want to have the strongest opinion about what a man should be doing with a man. You don't shut your ass up. Salute to Jimmy Garoppolo. He should be, like I said, he should be smutting out baddies every night. Every night. If I was in his position, that wouldn't even have been the first time y'all saw me with a porn star. They would have been seeing me with porn stars when I was in New, when he was in New England. This would have been like the 19th porn star y'all saw me with. Fuck wrong with y'all. Man, shit. Then Britney Henry gonna break her old square ass on Twitter talking about some, well, the face of a franchise uh, shouldn't be parading a porn star. Bitch, your president was parading stupid. Man, you gonna shut your retarded ass up. Britt McHenry. I used to like Britt McHenry too. That shit, that, that shit blew me like shit. Britt McHenry old retarded ass talking about some of a friend, what a franchise quarterback should do. But she'll stand for a president who do the same shit. Stupid bitch. But anyways, that's it for Don V Fridays, man. I, like I said earlier, man, thank y'all for rocking with the podcast. Um, As, as the dog days of summer wane or the dog days of summer uh leave us the closer we get to the college football season because i'm a college football stand fuck fan the closer we get i want to do more like previews and predictions and top 25 and games of the week and all that shit it's coming to, to my college football fans because because i touch different bases like i don't just have a football fan base like i got some people that kind of do fuck with like pop my pop culture takes and shit so to the football side more football shit is coming and to my pop culture people like it's not gonna be less pop culture shit it's gonna be both that's what don v fridays is this ain't a football podcast this ain't a motherfucking comedic podcast this is a culture podcast you know this i do this shit for the culture so, and that's just how we going to keep it, man. I want to thank everybody for listening. I will see y'all next week. God bless.